Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. I'm Melinda Emerson, the small biz lady, and welcome to Small Biz Chat. You know, we have an amazing show for you guys. Small Biz Chat is a peer-to-peer interview show that gives small business owners a way to get advice that they need but might not know and maybe not today might not be able to afford. But the mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. So listen, on Small Biz Chat, our goal is to give our small business audience an opportunity to hear sage advice from multiple angles to take your business and your life to the next level. And with that, I'm just really excited to introduce you all to Miss Nally Rice. Nally is the founder and CEO of the LN Creative Group. They are a technology marketing as a service company with clients in the technology, healthcare, nonprofit, and government sector. Nally, I am so excited to have you here with me tonight. And we're going to be talking about refreshing your small business brand in 2020. So, Nally, welcome to Small Biz Chat Live. Hi, Melinda. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I'm so happy to be here with you. I met you, I guess, a year or two ago when we shared the stage at a big event score. So I'm so excited to be able to bring you back on here and and have my audience learn about how awesome you are. So now we're talking about refreshing a brand. I know that a full-on rebrand takes a lot of time and effort and resources and a small business might not have the budget, frankly, or the bandwidth for that kind of undertaking. Now you say that it's possible for, for like a smaller scale brand update, maybe refreshing your images, you know, like across your digital platforms and stuff like that. So let, let's jump into it. You know, why do you think it's so important for a small business to really pay attention to their brand? You know, shouldn't they really be paying attention to sales? Like, like what, why is your brand so important to a small business? That's a great question, Melinda. And, uh, you know, the thing that small businesses have to understand is that the branding can help make them look bigger as they're going out and competing with these big companies. So if they don't have the budget to redo their entire brand, what they can do is change their color palette, color grade their photos. They can change the messaging a little bit. But there are small ways that they can take little footsteps instead of doing a whole rebrand because that can take a long time and it is very costly. Well, when is the right time to refresh your brand? Is it like new year, new brand? Like, you know, what, what, when is it the right time to sort of start looking at things and tweaking? That's a great question. And there are no hard and fast rules anymore for doing that. It used to be that if you had your brand over a number of years, then you would refresh. But now there are some brands that go on like legacy brands and heritage brands. But anytime I would say that your sales start to get affected, that you start to notice a smaller number of inbound leads, if you start to notice people not coming to your website as much, those are times when you want to sit back and say, do I need to redo my brand or is my messaging on point? Mm, That's an incredibly good insight. So you're saying like, you know, your sales are not what they used to be. Perhaps it's time to to refresh and and reinvent a little bit. So that's what you're saying. Okay. All right. So what are some of the minor ways that people might be able to refresh their brand without 
like, you know, changing their whole logo or something like that? What are some of the things that they could do? Yeah, they can definitely change their color scheme. They can change their photos. In fact, photos and changing the visuals is something that is can really completely change a brand. Going out and, and finding higher quality stock photos is something that is readily available and free online now. It can really make a big difference and help you communicate your message without saying it, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, what about like, if you do want to change your logo, what is a realistic time frame for that? Like, what should you be expecting if you decide, okay, you know what, the logo is the problem? Like what, what kind of time frame and what kind of budget like do they need to be kind of prepared for? Yeah, the budget can range. I mean, there are so many marketing companies now and creative agencies that create logos, but typically you should look at redoing a logo timeline being a month or two. I've seen some that have gone on as long as two or three months. And that's because there's a lot more technical stuff involved in the logo. There's more custom drawings and sketching that have to be turned into digital files. But typically, you can look at one or two months. Okay. And what kind of range should we be prepared for? Oh, goodness. It, it can definitely range. I would say the average for a logo could be anywhere from 1000 to 5000 And I've, I've seen some logos that are really really, really expensive, you know, some websites that are really expensive. It just depends on you and the company that you go to. So definitely shop around, you know, be smart about it. Mm -hmm. But what about those companies, you know, like 99designs or Fiverr or something like that? I mean, is that if you have nothing and and you're like just getting started and and trying to get a little something going, like, is that that a no-no or like, can we do that? No, you can, but I would say be very cautious just because one, you want to make sure that you're getting your logo made from a reputable person so that you own all the rights to that. You know, mm-hmm. um, you don't want to get stuck in a situation where you paid $5 for something and then a couple months down the line, you realize, oh, that person <laughs> took it all, all, off online and now I'm in trouble. So yeah. you definitely want to be careful about that. But I'd say if you're in a really, like in a really tight bind, there are websites like Upwork where you can actually go and find freelancers and they can do a number of things and for a number of budgets, actually. It's 2020. So the gig economy is an entrepreneur's dream. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 43% of our economy now is gig workers. So yeah, folk are looking for work and folk are willing to wheel and deal. So yeah, definitely. So so let's talk about if you want to keep your brand aligned, specifically your social stuff. Like what I see a lot of people do, like their website will look like, and like their Twitter background or their LinkedIn background will be like totally different stuff. So, so what should you do to just like make sure that you're consistent, you know, kind of everywhere? Yeah. And that's where the branding comes in because when you brand yourself, you should create a brand guide. And that brand guide has the fonts you want to use, the colors, the placement and whatnot. And if you're really smart, good tip, go ahead and create all the templates so that whenever it comes time to posting on social media, you can just pull from one of those templates, recycle it and change the photo. That way it stays consistent all the time. Now I've seen some folks on Instagram and there's some people whose Instagrams look like 
amazing. And there's people like me who Instagrams look random because I have like beautiful things that my social media team posts. And then I post a picture of my son, you know, <laughs> or, or me at a restaurant that I really like or something like that. So are there some tools out there that can help your brand stay consistent on some of the social platforms? Yeah. One of my favorite is Canva, Canva, and it's affordable. They already come pre-made with a lot of templates. It's really easy for you to add your own fonts and logos in there. So that's really nice. There's also PicMonkey if you're on a budget. And if you're a small to medium-sized company with a little bit more bandwidth, then using something like an Adobe Creative Cloud would be really nice because you get a lot more tools and a lot more features. Okay, good. Those are great great tools. And you've already said like, you know, you need to be having a brand guideline, like you don't want to be, you know, trying to figure out what your fonts are and stuff like that. So that's what you were saying about, you know, just using some random, you know, Fiverr person or whatever, you got to make sure you get your vector art, you got to make sure you know what your font, what font they use, and the exact colors that they use, right? So that so that it can be duplicated over and over again. You know, one of the things that I've heard a lot of people talk about are in terms of branding or rebranding these days are sort of like video, visuals, voice marketing. Those are like the three V's that are out here that I keep hearing people talk about. So can you tell me like those buzzwords, what are they, you know, what are you thinking in terms of like using those elements to rebrand yourself as well? Yeah, absolutely. Visuals and voice are really the top, in my opinion, for 2020 and beyond. It used to be all about blogging. It used to be all about getting a lot of content out there, even small content. Now it's all about visuals. And part of that is making sure that your branding is is not just on social media, but also blending into your videos and using the right theme songs, using the right colors and making sure that everything just matches and, and is cohesive. That's really the trick to, to branding and building that entire seamless experience is I go to the website and it's the same, go to social media and it's the same. I'll go to watch their videos and it's all the same branded. So that's how you really make a consistent brand. Okay. So that, so, and what about voice marketing? Like I know, like, you know, everybody's talking to Alexa and Siri and all this kind of stuff. I mean, do you see people, you know, leveraging voice marketing yet, or is that still something that's still kind of nascent? I think that it is still kind of nascent. I think when it comes to voice, I see a lot more clients nowadays asking if, hey, should we do a podcast? Hey, should we do a video series? Even a webinar series, you know? So there are other ways to incorporate it. I've also seen people recording messages basically that they put on their website. And whenever you click on it, it says, hey, welcome to my website. So there are a number of ways that you can add voice to your brand. Mm-hmm. That's a tool you think is useful because I think sometimes there's too much. Like I know sometimes when I go to people's websites, I want to look around and look at stuff. I don't want to hear them talking at me, but I'm a generation Xer. Maybe that's like just me. Like, you know, should you have autoplay things and things like this on a website or is it like, don't do that? I still wouldn't do that. I mean, it reminds <laughs> me of the 90s when you go on a website, it's a lot dark and the snow is falling down and... <laughs> have rainbows and stuff. Yeah. You don't want to do those angel fire days are done, but uh, (laughs) you can definitely still keep it on there. There are ways. What you want to do is you want to streamline it. And again, you want to think about the strategy, right? What, Mm -hmm. What do I want people to do? What do I want them to get from coming to my website? And then use the voice and the visuals there effectively to, to help drive your message home, whether it's selling a product, selling a course, your accountant, your healthcare company, et cetera. Mm -hmm. 
Awesome. Well, listen, thank you so much, Natalie. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about brand experience. So it's not just about what your brand looks like. It's about how you make your customers feel. I'm Melinda Emerson, the small biz lady, and we will be right back. Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, small biz lady. I know you might be thinking about quitting your business and going back into corporate America, but wait, before you give up, my new book, Fix Your Business, could give you a whole new lease on life. My 12 P's of running a successful business will walk you through step-by-step how to grow your business revenue, how to hire great people and streamline your processes and so much more. Grab a copy today of Fix Your Business and get your life back. Welcome back to Small Biz Chat. I'm talking with Nally Rice. She's a digital marketing expert. And we're talking about refreshing your brand in 2020. So back to you, Nally. I want to ask you about this the concept of brand experience. As a small business owner, maybe I sell professional service. I mean, obviously, if you are a retail business, people walking in your store, you want them to have a brand experience. But as a professional service business or an e-commerce business, let's say, how can I give my customers a really good brand experience? And that's a great question. And one of the first things about understanding what brand experience is, is understanding that it's just a bunch of touch points all into one that make a cohesive experience. So whenever people start working on experience, we say work on one thing first, whether that's your greeting on your phone or refreshing the website or doing social media. But ultimately what you want to do is connect all those dots and those dots all together equal the the brand experience, basically. Mm -hmm. So just think about the way we shop, you know, I'll go to the store, I'll research online first before I go. And then afterwards I purchase, they'll send me an email and sometimes I'll get a booklet. That's brand experience, just following through and nurturing folks. And what happens when you don't get it? That's when you're like, oh, this is the store is kind of uh, okay. They don't really have their stuff together. So we get hit with experiences and digital experiences so much that we don't realize it until we don't get it, right? And then all we can notice is, oh, it wasn't that great of a product or it wasn't that great of a store. I get it. I get it. So let's say I, I, I refreshed my brand. How do I make it news or how do I really get the word out that I, you know, I'm, I've got something shiny and new over on, you know, my blog or my website? Yeah. My first tip is go straight to your current clients. Go to your current clients first, get your employees to share it, write a press release, share it with the journalists that are within your industry. That's a really great way to go about it. Get all your employees to to change over to the new branding, change over all your social media. It it requires a, it's a huge effort to, to change all that, but it's worth it in the end. And then, you know, should I start with just one or two platforms if I'm changing stuff or is it like change everything? Yeah, I would start with one or two first, but eventually you do want to change everything. Some companies, what they actually do is they'll pre-prep and they'll prepare the change over for everything, their social media and their website and their videos and whatnot. And then as soon as that press release goes out, they turn on that button and everything just switches over. And that's a very coordinated effort, but it takes a lot of planning. Okay. All right. And then what is the best branding advice like you could really give someone right now? Like if they're like, oh my God, like if they just sat here and listened to us and they are overwhelmed, like what what is the best branding advice you can give them about getting started? 
take one one foot in front of the other. You know, updating your headshot, updating your headshot on all your social platforms and stuff like that, or maybe on your website. Is that something that you you could start there, like just getting a new headshot for yourself, for your business? Yeah, sure. Get a headshot. But if you're getting a headshot, make sure you're wearing your brand colors. That's one way to, you know, really incorporate that brand. I'm, I'm very dedicated to the brand. So definitely before you push anything out, before you wear anything, you have to really embody your brand as a CEO. So it's really important to do that. I love it. I love it. I want you to share your favorite podcast. What is your favorite podcast that you're listening to right now? Right now, I'm listening to Best Friends. It's pretty good. It's it's just the, the daily nitty gritty, funny conversations, and it's very lighthearted. Okay. Now, do you tend to listen to it morning, evening, drive time? When do you listen to it? I mostly listen to it in the evenings. Yeah. Okay. That's when I get my little funny bone in. All right. Well, you know, that's a great way to detox from a crazy day. Nally, what is your favorite business app? Google Drive. Google I pretty Drive. much live in Google Drive. Every every single one, Google Slides, Google, Google uh, Sheets. I mean, the entire business runs on Google. So I actually need to, to take a step back away from that a little bit. Get a little breathe there. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. What's your favorite old school marketing tip? My favorite old school marketing tip is just to keep it word of mouth, to be so good that the the person that you're standing right next to will tell their friend and just put your focus on that one person, focus on that one conversation only. I like it. I like it. Word of mouth referrals. Doesn't get any better than that. What is your favorite business book? It's not really a business book. I guess a lot of entrepreneurs would read it, but it's Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. It's really great. It helps to really keep things into perspective. And it really has become a daily ritual for me to to read an excerpt from Meditations. I love that book too. Good stuff. Well, listen, you guys, thank you so much for being here with me on Small Biz Chat. Believe it or not, our time is up. Thank you so much again to my guests. I appreciate you all so very much. And and we do Small Biz Chat because our mission here is to end small business failure. And I will leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. God bless everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Belinda Emerson. For more resources and small business success strategies, visit succeedasyourownboss.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday.